praise God. Now, preach to us, Brother Merriman. We're ready for some preaching. Praise the Lord. That'll work. Amen, amen. Why don't we worship the Lord again? Amen. Lift your hands unto the Lord. Just magnify His name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Lord, we glorify you. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen, I'm telling you. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Amen, God's here. Amen. As we sang that song, I, I just begin to think of all the things God has done for me and where he's brought me from and through the trials and times where I just thought, Lord, this is, I'm miserable. Amen. I'm miserable. I remember going through financial problems and just knowing God. This is miserable. And thinking it just, oh, I just couldn't feel any worse and realizing, you know what? Somehow or another, God got me through that. Amen. It, Money couldn't keep me down as long as I stayed true to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't quit paying my tithes and I didn't quit paying offerings and giving to the Lord. I kept faithful to God and He kept faithful to me. Amen. If we just stay faithful to Him, God will take care of us. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. We need to be faithful to God. Hallelujah. We need to be true. Amen. To the words we say. Hallelujah. Anyhow, we need to be true to that tonight. Hallelujah, my God, my God, amen. Hallelujah. It's a whole lot easier to look and say, you know what, all that Job went through and how uh, the storms that he endured and the trials he went through and said, Job made it, amen. But I always say, Job didn't understand the end of Job and he didn't know that when he prayed for his friend that God was going to give him twice as much. He didn't know that. He said, I came in naked, I can leave me. He thought, I'm, I'm going out of this world like this. He thought, this is it. Till the day I die, I, I'm going to go out hurting and have lost everything and, and no hope and no future, nothing. God stripped me of everything. And he said, hallelujah, anyhow. Amen. But it was when he said, hallelujah, anyhow, is when it all turned around for him. Amen. We got to be true and faithful to God. Amen. He is faithful to us. Amen. He'll take care of us. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. The devil wants us to... That's why there's so many things that just come at us. The devil wants us to, to get despondent and hurt and, and upset with one another and, and our feelings to get hurt. And the, I can't believe they've done me wrong. And I can't. And then that will be enough to keep you from praying and worshiping God as opposed to saying, you know what, through it all, amen, through it all, I, I, I know that that's a lie, but through it all, hallelujah, anyhow, amen. Joseph, he, he had a... Had a, a one of the most powerful women they had tell a lie on him and they got him thrown into jail. Amen. Instead of bitterness, amen, and anger and, and slander against that woman, he said, hallelujah, anyhow. Amen. He was faithful to God. He, he, he was faithful to all that he had been taught. He was faithful, amen, to say, you know what? You know, tomorrow you don't know what you're going to face. And when the storm comes, will you say hallelujah, anyhow, tomorrow morning? Amen. Whenever you know, that, that situation arises or that that bill comes due or, or that sickness hits your home or that doctor's uh, uh, announcement of, uh, of sickness comes, will you say hallelujah anyhow? Amen. I'm telling you tonight, uh, if we stay faithful to God, no matter what comes, 
my way. Hallelujah. No matter what comes tomorrow, amen. It may not feel like Sunday night worship service. It won't feel like uh, uh, the church is worshiping and praising God to this well, a wonderful song, but it's going to have to be from your gut, from your soul, and your spirit. Hallelujah, anyhow. I, I, I may be stripped of everything I've got, but hallelujah, anyhow. You may have to be, amen, with sackcloth and ashes as Job was. You may have to get to that low and lonely place all alone and, and, and despair and, and still have to conjure up a hallelujah, anyhow, amen. We've got to be faithful, amen. The times are coming, amen. The days are getting dark. This world is getting too dark, amen. When who knows what may come our way. We've got to be able to say hallelujah in the low point. Amen. It's easy to run and worship. Praise God. And I'm thankful for it. Amen. But let that get into your heart tonight. It be burned into your heart. Amen. Because tomorrow may be that, that downtime. And tomorrow may be the day you lose it all. Amen. And we need to, to remember and don't let the devil cloud your mind. And steal your hallelujah anyhow. Amen. Praise God, and don't let the devil uh, confuse you with justifying your feelings of, of being bitter towards God or being bitter towards the past or bitter towards a fellow saint or, or, or angry or upset because the devil's laughing saying, Ha, he's not giving God glory in a situation. He's giving himself, uh, he's just feeling sorry for himself and God's not receiving the glory. Amen. I'm telling you, the devil loves it. Amen. When we give the devil glory. Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you, God is here tonight in this house. Amen. I'm going to praise Him in the storm. Amen. If we just praise Him in the storm, amen, and lift His... You know, the whole time uh, there was a bunch of disciples that were on a boat with Jesus. Amen. And they all got scared to death. Amen. And this was the time when Jesus said, Jesus, be still. And He was asleep on a pillow, the Bible says. Does it ever feel like Jesus is just sleeping on you? Amen. God, don't you see my trouble and my trial? Don't you see what I'm going through? Amen. And so you try to go shake and, and, and say, God, you've got to wake up. And he, and he just looks at you with you know, a little faith. Come on. I'm here. I was here the whole time. Amen. And he comes and he calms the storm in your life. Praise God. Aren't you glad to know who Jesus is? Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to know that you have, amen, can come boldly to his throne? Amen. Aren't you glad that you're a child of the King? Hallelujah. That you have His royal blood flowing through your veins? Hallelujah. The world doesn't have that. Amen. And that's what Pastor Tom, that's what we need. The world needs tonight is, is Jesus. The world needs the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you got your Bibles tonight, hallelujah. Preach. Amen. Amen. I would love it if you just kept worshiping while I preach. That's great. Preachers love that. Amen. You know what? God loves that. Amen. More than anything else, God loves it whenever you respond to His Word. Amen. Whenever you when you say, Pastor says, Hallelujah, anyhow, and he, and he sees you and He goes, Amen. He sees you go, Amen. Amen. And God says, There it is. I love that. Amen. So God's looking tonight. God's watching us tonight. Amen. Amen. 
have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Amen. How many people that you know have never heard there be any Holy Ghost? Amen. Think about that tonight. How many people do you see every day that if you asked, have you received the Holy Ghost, would respond, I never even heard if there be any Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm uh, praise God. Let's lift their Bibles down. Let's lift our voice and just ask God to anoint this service tonight. God, we thank you, Lord. We pray right now, God, that you would anoint this message, anoint this word. God, I pray that the Holy Ghost would just anoint me, Lord, to speak the truth. God, whatever you want to be said tonight, God, that's what I want to say. God, whatever message, whatever word we need to hear, God, it's up to you, Lord. I want you to use me, God, and be a vessel. God, anoint the, the ears of this church tonight, the hearers of this word. God, that we wouldn't just be hearers, but doers of the word. God, prepare our hearts, God, to receive this word. Amen, amen, in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Praise God. Amen. I look across the congregation tonight. Amen. And I, I look and I think about what God has laid on my heart. Amen. I'm telling you, here's what my thought is. It's revival time. Amen. It's revival time. Amen. It's time for people to come into this church who need the Holy Ghost. Amen. And hear about how to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's time that we are standing up on our own two feet, stand fast, steadfast in our walk with God so that others can come in, amen, and receive the power of the Holy Ghost in their lives. Amen. It's, it's, it's time, amen. It's time we get beyond, amen, milk of the Word, as the Bible says, and get to some things and be able to go through some things and, and interact with one another and, another and still maintain our own spirit, our own Holy Ghost. Amen, so that others can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen, I'm telling you, the message tonight that God has laid on my heart, amen, amen. This world needs to hear it, amen. Sinners need to hear it, amen. Hey, we need to declare it. You need to declare this. This isn't just a message for Sunday night. This is a message that, amen, I'm telling you, you need to take this message tonight to somebody. Amen, you need to be a witness of this message tonight. Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight, amen. I was a little... A little bit despondent, amen, when I didn't see visitors, amen. But I'm telling you right now, this is a message, amen, for the messengers of the word, amen, to go this week, amen, and deliver a word from God to somebody, amen. Hallelujah, and tell them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Do you have the Holy Ghost, as the Bible says? Are you saved? Do you know you're saved? What do you? How do you know that you've got the Holy Ghost? Amen. Can you tell somebody, explain to somebody, amen, that says, oh, I believe on Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. Can you tell you tell someone, can you go to the Bible and explain, amen, just a basic, amen, story and understanding of, amen, it's more than just believing. Amen. It's more than just that. The Holy Ghost is, well, way more than just, amen, an easy believism. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, as Brother Reagan is right on. Amen. Having Brother Goff teach and, and, and get our focus upon evangelism. Amen. The world, amen, is lost. The world does not have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Nobody that I know of, that I work with, has the Holy Ghost besides me. Nobody. Shame on me. Amen. I've witnessed and I've talked and, and I've tried my best to talk with those that would, but 
somehow God helped me, helped me to tell somebody and to reach somebody with the word. Amen. And that's where we find Paul. Amen. Paul was on a, he was on a journey. It was a, it wasn't vacation. It wasn't a, uh, just a leisurely stroll, amen, uh, through Ephesus and, and Corinth. And he wasn't, he just wasn't walking his way around and, and because in, 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 in fellowship meeting to fellowship meeting uh, to youth rally to youth rally, he wasn't doing this, amen. He was going about trying to establish uh, this message of uh, this gospel in the to places of the country that had never received it. He was going about making disciples. He was going and, and witnessing, and he was going and telling people, amen. And so as we see Paul, amen, as he enters uh, and he meets some, some folks from this, uh, this city, amen, he came to Ephesus, and the very first thing he says, hey, you got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It was on his mind. It was, it was, in, his, it was in his forethought. It was, it was something he cared more about than anything. Not, not what, where'd you get those shoes, or where'd you get that, or, or what kind of new gadget do you have, or what, what, you know, how do you, how do, how can I fit in, and how can I make you feel more comfortable? It wasn't any of those things. It was, do you have the Holy Ghost? He said, his idea was, you're not saved, and he knew they were lost, and so he, he wanted to know, you got the Holy Ghost. Oh, by the way, I'm Paul. Amen. His idea, amen, was to reach out. He, he cared about saving their soul. He cared about reaching them. He asked a simple question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Amen. He somehow or another understood they believed, amen, that they were Christians, that they were somehow followers of Christ, that they had received some form, amen, and they had believed, amen. And whatever, the, whatever they had knowledge of, they believed in it. Amen. They understood it. Amen. The whole the world, you, the people you go to uh, to work with, they believe in something. They they have most of them have some form of, of upbringing, or they believe in some form of doctrine of maybe a total uh, a false doctrine of just really crazy stuff. But they believe in something. Amen. Because there's something innate in everyone. Amen. To believe in a creator. Amen. We were created by God. Amen. And there is something within us, amen, that says, I'm going to worship, I'm going to follow, because I'm too insignificant in this big world. Amen. The world is looking, amen, for the truth. They're, they're seeking after the truth. Amen. And so Paul understood that they were uh, believers, but he knew there was something they had fallen short in their belief. Amen. He knew that he, he could talk with them, and you understand in talking with somebody, you know exactly if they say that they are, a, for instance, a, a Baptist. You know automatically, amen, that they believe in a trinity, amen, or they're Catholic. Uh, you dealt with Catholic or, or even Mormon. We're starting to deal with more folks that are Mormon and, and these different religions, amen. And you know just by uh, the talking with them and them expressing what denomination that they, they hold to or that they, they believe in, you understand a little bit about them, amen. And you can tell and you know. Amen. And so Paul, he says, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Amen. I'm telling you, we need the world to understand it's more than just believing. The Holy Ghost isn't just believing. Amen. You, there's more than just believing. Amen. And there's more than just believing. When someone says, yeah, I, I believe in on, on Jesus. 
yeah, but there's more. We need to stand up and say, yeah, but there's more. Not just accept, yeah, yeah, you believe what you want. It's not, we need to understand, hey, can we tell them there's more? How do we tell somebody there's more? How do we tell somebody? You don't got to be mean. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be, Paul wasn't being rude, but somehow or another, Paul was effective in saying, hey, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And then they sensed that there was a true, genuine desire in Paul. That he, he was just asking a question. He wasn't condemning or being uh, condemning of what they believed. He was thankful for this foundation that they did have. Amen. Now, I looked at this scripture in the English Standard Version and in the Amplified Version. It reads this way. In Acts 19, verse 1 says, And it happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the inland country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples. And he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. The Amplified says, while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul went through the upper inland districts and came down to Ephesus. There he found some disciples. And he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed on Jesus as the Christ? And they said, no. The same response to the question doesn't really change. But in, in, so I, I got Jesus, uh, Paul is explaining, when you believed on Jesus, it kind of gives you a little bit more now what Paul understood, that they believed and were followers of Jesus. Amen. And they said, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. They didn't even know. All they knew is that they had believed on Jesus Christ. They had they believed on Jesus, and, and this group of people, Amen. They didn't they didn't have the, the history. Now people today can look back at this and say, Oh well, you get the Holy Ghost when you believe. They didn't even know there was a Holy Ghost, and they just said, We believe. We don't know there is a Holy Ghost. So the original, I believe on Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, didn't know that there was such a thing as the Holy Ghost. So how can you receive it if you didn't even know what it was? Amen. How, how, that's a pretty simple concept to, to, to statement in, in explaining. You, do you have the Holy Ghost? Have you received the Holy Ghost? There's more. Well, I got the Holy Ghost when I believe. Well, the very first time someone was a believer, I didn't know there was a Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you, the world needs the Holy Ghost. The world needs the Holy Ghost. They, 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 they fall back on one scripture. Typically, on, and we know John three sixteen, Amen. As the go-to scripture, Amen. They rest their salvation. They rest what they believe on this one scripture. You ask them, what does it take to be saved, and they'll tell you John three sixteen, Amen. Says, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. You're not going to die. You'll have everlasting life if you just believe. In Jesus, that's what the Scripture says. That's that's where they will come at us, and they will, will try to base their foundation on. Amen, amen. But these believers that Paul ran across, amen. This was uh, well after John three sixteen, and, and Paul's going through trying to make a converts. Amen. And and Paul says, Hey, I understand you're a believer. I understand that you have obeyed. Amen. Up to this point, I understand that you have gotten John. Yeah, uh, John three sixteen. I get that. Amen. But since you believed, 
Amen. There's a little bit more you need to understand. Amen. To receive everlasting life. Amen. Believing's a good place to start, but have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Amen. Just believing's not enough, Paul says. You've got to do just a little bit more. Amen. Because we know Scripture will never contradict itself. Amen. All, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. God's not going to contradict. Amen. And so somebody says, well, John 3.16 says, you just got to believe. Amen. Well, if believing is all that you need, if just a simple belief in God, amen, is enough. Amen. Well, what do you do with James chapter 2 and verse number 19? It says, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Amen. The devils also believe. Amen. I can believe, amen, on Jesus. Amen. The devils can't deny. They believe because they were there and they saw, amen, the Lord sitting high and lifted up. And, and, and they saw him on his throne and they, and they saw the, the beauty of heaven and the, and the devil and all the, the, the evil spirits, amen, amen, that, that were there. Amen. I'm telling you, they believe in God. Amen. They believe in God because... They were there, and, amen, and they, and they spent their days in heaven with the other angels, and they spent their time, and they were in the presence of God. They believe on Him more so, amen, than you and I could ever believe on Him. I believe it's uh, just the, 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 the believer in the world, amen, someone that just says, I believe on Jesus. I'm telling you what, they saw, the, they saw God, and God cast them down and out of heaven. Amen to this earth. Amen. And so the devils believe and they tremble. Amen. Because they realize they're, they're not, they're afraid of, because uh, they remember. Amen. Believing is, is just not enough. Amen. There just happens to be a little bit more. Amen. There just happens to be a little bit more. You know what? I can believe right now. Amen. That, that someone could tell me they're giving away free cars down at, down at the car lot. Amen. I, I can believe that with my whole heart, Pastor. I can tell. I I, I can tell. I, I don't doubt it. You can right. Okay, I believe you. I am totally believing. I don't doubt you one bit. But do I have a new car? What do I got to do to get me one of them new cars? I can believe all day long. Amen. I can I can believe all day. Are, are you with me here tonight? Amen. I'm trying. I, I believe God's trying to help us and, and get us to a place where you know what? If I just believe, it doesn't give me a new car. But I have to believe that they're giving away new cars before I'm going to get in my old junk car and drive by faith down to the old car lot. Amen. And walk into the uh, in, into the office and say, Hey, I hear you're giving away free cars. And then the dealer said, we sure are. Here you go. Here's the key to your new car. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I go out and get in my new car and start up and drive away. Now I have a new car. Before, I just believed that they were giving them away. But now I've actually acted on it. I've done just a little bit more than believing. Amen. I've put that into practice. And I've gone down. Amen. I've received a free gift that was, that, that was there. They said it's free for the taking. Come down and get it. Amen. If you want it, you just got to come down and get it. Amen. You got to put a little effort into it. Just believing is all is not going to get it done. 
Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I want somehow or another, some way or another, amen, to tell this world, amen, you, I understand you believe, but have you received the Holy Ghost? There's just more to this uh, living for God. There's more, the Holy Ghost, uh, and there's more for you tonight. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we've got to reach this world with this message. We've got to reach, amen, somebody, amen, with this message. Somebody's got to take this this message this week. Amen. Somebody's got to take this, uh, amen, to the streets, to the highways, uh, and to the byways. Somebody's got to get outside of the four walls, amen, and tell them, hey, have you received the Holy Ghost? Uh, amen. I know, I know you believe, but, but there's just more to it than that. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Since you believe, Paul, amen, what was he What was he talking about here? Amen. Well, he was talking to some disciples, and I think a little better understanding who these disciples were will help, help us understand what Paul was talking about. Amen. If we, we just understand a little bit of his audience, amen, Paul was, he was, uh, he understood his audience. Amen. In Acts chapter 19, verse 1, he understood his audience. Amen. Well, that word disciple, in his, in his missionary journey, he met certain disciples. That's how I know he knew, how he knows, how he knew who his, his audience was. He said they were certain disciples. They weren't just disciples. Because that word, amen, that word disciple, uh, is a Greek word that, it's a, it's a Greek word that's methetus. It's meaning a learner or a student. Amen. He, he found certain students. He, 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 he found these people and said they are, uh, they, they are, have been taught. Amen. They have been taught a certain teaching. They have been taught a certain doctrine. And he knew that. That's why he asked the question the way that he did. That's why he posed the question, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? He knew they had been taught this belief is all that they need, he, and, and not to their fault. He, he didn't think it was to their, he knew it wasn't to their fault. He just knew, amen, that this is what they had been taught. Look again in Acts chapter 19, amen, in verse 1. It says, and it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, finding those certain disciples. Now, I'm telling you, those disciples... Amen. We're students of Apollos. Amen. Uh, and, and, and I'll I'll prove it. I'll show you how this is this is how we understand who the audience was, who these people were. Amen. Paul was passing through. Amen. He was passing through this area. Amen. He found Apollos. I believe these were Apollos students, disciples. Amen. Because you read in it, go back one chapter, Acts chapter eighteen, verse twenty-four says, in a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. Apollos came to Ephesus. Amen. He, uh, he, was, uh, he was eloquent and he was mighty in the scriptures. Ephesus is where Paul was at. Amen. And, and Apollos, amen, if you read verse number 25, it goes on to say, this man, which is speaking of Apollos, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord. Amen? And being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. I'm telling you, Paul understood. He knew who Apollos was. And he knew that Apollos was, 
He knew everything, everything that Apollos, the knowledge that Apollos had, the, the, the teachings and the instruction that Apollos had, everything that Apollos knew to teach, he was teaching with everything he had. Everywhere he went, he was telling everybody. Every, even in Ephesus, Apollos was teaching this doctrine of if you believe, if you believe you, uh, this baptism of John, and and, this, and he was trying to tell everybody this. He was teaching and had had it flooded this area, amen, with this doctrine. So this doctrine of, of just believing and, and, and baptism, John. That's what Paul knew that he was up against. Well, what did, what did John uh, John the Baptist teach? You see in Mark, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5 says, John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the, all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. Amen. Have we ever heard anyone says, if you just believe on Jesus and confess that he's your Savior? Amen. John was the forerunner of Christ. John was preparing the way of the Lord. He was, he was, he was trying to get them to understand that here's this first step is you've got to believe in Jesus. You've got to believe that he is the Messiah. He is your king. He is the one true God. You've got to understand this. I'm not even worthy to, to unloose the latchet on his shoes. And, and you've got to repent. And these were preparing the way. This is what Apollos was teaching. That's all that Apollos knew. Amen. John preached that, but John went on to preach that I baptize you with water. Amen. And the one coming at me will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. But Apollos, I'm telling you, he was preaching. He loved God. He loved the Lord. And he was doing everything he could to preach this gospel. Just confess your sins. Get baptized. And I'm telling you, it sounds a whole lot like today. So many people stop there. So many people stop with that. There's so many uh, religions that teach that. That all you've got to do is confess your sins before the Lord and accept Him as your Savior. As your Savior, that's what Apollos was teaching. But Paul came along and said, "Well, I know you've done this. I know you've repented, and I know you've confessed your sins, and I know you believe in Jesus. But have you received the Holy Ghost since that time?" Hallelujah, Hallelujah! I'm telling you, these disciples were of Apollos, and and, and, and they were taught well. They were taught well by this, this Apollos. They had the right attitude, Pastor. They had the right desire. They, 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 they cared about following and being obedient to the Word of God. They weren't trying to prove a point. They weren't trying to, to hold fast to tradition. They weren't trying to... They wanted to know what God wanted. They wanted to know the truth. Amen? Amen. Here, and here's how I know. They were taught by this man, Apollos. Amen? Well, Acts chapter 18, if you go on to verse number 26, and through 28 it says, And he began to speak, talking about Apollos now, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. Who when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them, and expounded unto him the way of God. We're perfect. Stop right there. Amen? This was a man that was diligently working for the Lord. He was giving everything that he knew. He was teaching everything he knew. He was he was teaching them confess your sins because he knew that's what John was preaching. And, and he was being obedient to the word of God. And then Aquila and Priscilla come along and they hear this. And Aquila and Priscilla having received the Holy Ghost and, and them having received the fullness of the truth. Amen. I'm telling you what, this is how the thing, this is how things work. Amen. They didn't just say, well, that's one of those crazy 
Hebrew, you're never going to convince them. No, no, they, 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 the Bible says that they, they expounded the word. They were willing and said, you know what, hey, hey, Apollos, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? I believe that they may have even said that. And this in my mind, I hey, Apollos, have you received the Holy Ghost? Did you know there was a Holy Ghost? And they told him of, of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost and, and speaking in tongues. And, and they went through everything that had happened to them. And Apollos was hearing this and, and was being taught by these people. Amen. But Apollos was a godly man. He loved God because he didn't stand up and say, this is what I believe. This is what Grandma said. This is what I'm being taught. This is, this, don't tell me I'm wrong. Don't tell me that I'm not right. Don't tell me that I'm wrong I've been, and I'm going to hell. Don't tell. No, no, no. Amen. Uh, uh, that's not what happened. But the, these folks, Achille and Priscilla, they expounded the word of God more perfectly. Amen. In verse 27, this is how we know this. This is how beautiful the word of God is when it's used properly and it's used right. Not to condemn folks, but to teach, to express the, the truth. Amen. And to free folks from sin and from false doctrine when it's expressed, amen, in the way that Aquila and Priscilla, amen, when it's expounded in truth out of love, amen, as Paul said, amen, the result is amazing, amen, because don't let fear get in the way of telling somebody, hey, you don't have the fullness of the truth, then let me show you in the Bible and, and show you how this works, amen, and that's what these folks did, amen, and it goes on in verse 27, and when he was disposed, talking about Apollos again, when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, this was after the, 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 he had been expounded the word of God more perfectly. The brethren wrote, amen, this was the true preachers, this was the men of God, this was the, this was the apostolics, this was, the, this was the, the, the pastors, this was the men that said, hey, you need the Holy Ghost. Then, then the brethren wrote, exhorting to the disciples to receive him. Of who? Apollos. It said, receive Apollos, who when he was come, he helped them much which had believed through grace. Amen. Those same folks that he had taught, just believe and confess your sins. Somewhere along the line, Apollos had received a revelation. Hey, it's just a little bit more than believing. It's just a little bit more, amen, than what I've been teaching you. Now listen, guys. Hey, Achilla and Priscilla, thank you all so much. Now I'm going to go and I'm going to tell somebody, amen. Yeah, I'm going to help those that just believe through grace, amen. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. Amen. I'm telling you, we have enough. We have a way to show this world that it's more than just believing. We have the opportunity. I'm telling you, somebody take it. Somebody take this word. Amen. Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 18. Amen. Somebody expound the word more perfectly this week. Amen. Somebody show. Amen. That brother that just believes. Amen. That you just got to confess your sins before the Lord. Amen. Because Apollos, a man that was diligent, he was preaching. Amen. Just repent and be baptized. That's all you got to do. Just believe through grace. Amen. When expounded, somebody took the word, studied the word, knew the word, had an experience with God, took the word of God and said, Hey, Apollos, let me show you, man. Let me show you. Jesus was trying to tell you something. The prophets were trying to tell you. Amen. We're trying to tell you that there would be. Amen. God was going to come in, in the form of a baby. And the government was going to be upon his shoulder. He was going to be the mighty God. That's who Jesus is. And I'm sure, even I know that he had to have told Apollos. They sure they told Apollos, hey, there's this thing called the Holy Ghost. Apollos says, what's the Holy Ghost? How do I know Apollos said, what's the Holy Ghost? Because his disciples.
chapter 19 verse 1 it goes again and said and it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth Paul having passed through the upper coast came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples he said unto them have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believe and they said unto him we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost and Paul he knew that there was there was there was a difference in just believing and receiving he knew that he knew there was a difference he had an experience on the road to Damascus where he was going to persecute Amen. He wasn't a believer in Jesus, but the Holy Ghost, amen, got a hold of him one day. Amen. And it, and it blinded him. Amen. And God spoke to him and told him, amen, why are you kicking against what I'm trying to do with you? Why are you kicking against uh, what what I'm trying to do in your life? Why? 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 Amen. Maybe sometimes those things we feel like we're kicking against, maybe that's God trying to get our attention. Amen. Maybe that's God trying to get our attention. Maybe it's not the devil. Maybe it's God trying to say, hey, wake up. You're not going the right direction. Hey, wake up. I want you to go where I want you to go. I want you to be obedient to me. Amen. Paul, he had an experience. He understands. And so he knew the difference. Amen. He knew that he, he, he knew that, uh, uh, that believing wasn't just receiving because uh, of what 
John chapter 7, verse 38 and 39 says, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said it, that makes a big difference to the believer. That makes a big difference to somebody that says, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, is that what the scripture says? Amen. Is that is that what the Bible says to be saved? As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. I'm telling you, we have enough scripture to explain to somebody in a simple 10-minute Bible study, just a simple discussion. Hey, you know what? We haven't received the Holy Ghost yet because it hasn't been given yet. Amen. They that believe on Him should receive. Amen. If you believe, amen, you should get the Holy Ghost. It's not the same thing. Paul understood this concept. He understood this. He was trying to tell these these folks, amen, in in Ephesus, hey, if you believe as the Scripture says, you'll receive the Holy Ghost. I know you believe, but you've got to believe it the right way. Amen. Why do you make such a big deal out of it? Amen. Why did he make such a big deal out of whether they had the Holy Ghost or not? Amen. The first thing he said was, hey, you got the Holy Ghost. Why do you have the Holy Ghost? Amen. Well, the Holy Ghost, that was what God, Jesus had promised. Jesus said, I promise. Amen. I'm telling you, Jesus came right here right now and said, I promise I'm going to give you a financial blessing tomorrow morning when you wake up. I advance a chicken. Amen. I'd pause like a chicken if he asked me to. I'm telling you, I, I, I would, I, you can take it to the bank. Amen. If that's, if Jesus came down and said, you know what? Your child will be saved. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. If you just obey my word, and Jesus promised. If he makes a promise, the Bible says the promises of God are yea and amen. Amen. There's no, Jesus doesn't say, well, you just left up. I'm taking that promise back. I don't want to feel like it today. I'm telling you, the world needs to understand they have a promise. There is a promise from God of the Holy Ghost. There is a promise to them, amen, that has been given, amen, by God himself. Not by me and not by anybody else, amen, but because Jesus said, hey, there is a promise for you. It's for everybody. It's for you and your children. Amen. And to all that are afar off. Amen. Paul, he wanted them to understand, hey, there's a promise. Have you received the promise yet? Hey, have you received the gift yet? I love free stuff. Amen. You can give me free stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, you do that in front of at those restaurants. Man, I get like a little kid when I get an ice cream cone at those places. But it's free. It's just cool. It's free stuff. I'm telling you, when you tell somebody God can give you life, amen, freely, Amen. Uh, he, he, he's paid the price already. He's already died for you. He's already came to this earth, and, and he's got a promise for you. Amen. Who wouldn't want to receive that promise? Who wouldn't want to receive that gift? Amen. It's for you. Amen. Do you believe God or not? Hallelujah. Amen. It's his promise. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, after, the, after Jesus had, had died and rose again, he showed himself to his disciples, Luke 24. 45 says, Then open he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins would be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses 
of these things. He says that because he's trying to tell us, okay, I've said it. I'm telling you right now, you guys are my witnesses that this is what's going to happen. This is what this, when you see this fulfilled, you can witness to everybody else that says, hey, this is exactly what Jesus said is going to happen. This is exactly what Jesus promised. This is exactly what he had said. He did exactly what he had promised. He said, you guys are going to be witnesses of these things. And behold, verse 49, he says, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Jesus said, hey, you're going to have to go and wait for that promise. I'm going to send it, but you're going to have to wait for it. Amen. It's not, this is, this is, it's not yet, I'm, I've not been yet glorified. I've not been risen. I've not poured out my spirit yet. Right now, the Holy Ghost hasn't been given. Amen. But if you do these things, this is what's going to happen. Amen. Uh, you're going to go in repentance and remission of sins. That's going to be preached in my name. Amen. That's how the promise is going to come. Amen. That's what's going to happen. Amen. If you want the promise, have you obeyed the word of God as the scripture? Believe as the scripture have said. Jesus said, hey, uh, it's not just believing on me. It's you got to go and you've got to be baptized. Amen. You've got to be washed in the blood. Amen. You've got to repent. Amen. It's got to be done in my name. Amen. He says, I send the promise. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. You know, if Jesus, Jesus had one, he had a moment just before his ascension. Just before, the last, very last, the very last thing that, you know, before I left, to, to, I, I went to Iraq. And I, that, that morning, it was on Mother's Day, actually. I left sure you care what people think of you. You know, I didn't say what to do. Don't let people tell you you can't watch TV. You know, in that video, I don't mean to brag, I'm just kidding. Like, Jesus, on the night of his ascension, at the moment of his ascension, and here's what I'm going to tell you. I put on that video, which I thought possibly, possibly could have been the last words I would have ever spoken my children would have ever spoken or heard me speak. That was the, in my mind, was the potential. On that video, I'd have to go back and, and watch it. I, I, I know that just from 
this happened, Jesus commanded that you, you would give the prom, have the promise. Jesus commanded. Amen. He wasn't there, but I'm here. I'll guarantee you that he heard from Peter and the rest of the apostles that Jesus commanded us. I'm sure they heard the story. But uh, said he stood there. He looked us in the eye and, and, he, and he commanded us to wait for the promise. I'm sure they heard the story. I'm sure the, the apostles told the story time and time again about Jesus' last words of You've got to wait for the promise of the Father. You've got to wait. You've got to wait. You've got. I'm sending the promise. You've got to get the promise. I'm sending it. Don't don't walk away until you get the promise. Don't walk away. Don't don't think it's okay and and all hunky dory until you get the promise. You've got to get the promise. Hallelujah. Amen. At Romans eight and nine, the Holy Ghost. Amen. It identifies us with God. Amen. 8 and 9, Romans 8 and 9, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, and so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man not, have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Paul said, have you received the Spirit? Have you received the Spirit? Have you received the Spirit? You're not, you're not in him. You're not, you're not in him. We're in Christ's family. It's that Spirit that's what's going to get us out of here. It's the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. It's a it's his spirit that's going to get us. Amen. Just two verses down in Romans 8. You look at verse 11. It says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Amen. Amen. This world's not going to be caught up in the rapture. Amen. This world's not going to be caught up. They understand. Does this world understand what's coming down the road? Does this world understand it? should believe on him, but should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they spake with tongues and prophesied. Amen. Paul was able to explain and expound to them, hey, have you received it? No. Here's what you need to do. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what the Word of God is. I'm going to tell you who Jesus is and what he did for you. And 
come. He had done uh, what he had came to do. Amen. Paul had come there for the simple, single purpose. Amen. For somebody to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you make up in your mind that you're going to find somebody that needs it. Amen. If we make up in our mind. Amen. I will talk to somebody. I will find somebody. I will reach out to somebody. I will give somebody. Amen. My testimony. I will tell somebody what it takes. Amen. To be saved. Amen. It's great that you believe. Amen. But you know what? You need the Holy Ghost. It's a promise and you can get it. Amen. And receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Amen. How did Paul know? Amen. It's because they spake with tongues. Amen. It's the evidence. It's the sign. It's the surety. Amen. That they had received. Amen. The Holy Ghost. It's because they spoke in tongues. Amen. John 3 and 8 says, The wind bloweth, bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goes. So is everyone who's born of the Spirit. Amen. We know. We understand what that scripture is saying. Amen. The wind's going to blow. You can't see it. shocked that these Gentiles had received the gift of the Holy Ghost. How do you see someone believe? Simple question. I believe in Jesus. How, how do you know that you've got the Holy Ghost? Well, these folks knew that those folks had gotten the Holy Ghost. They knew that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, how do we know this? Verse 46 says, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. 
Peter answered, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, not Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Then prayed they him to carry their certain days. Amen. Simple set of scriptures here, Acts 10, 44 and 48. Sure does tell a whole lot about somebody receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, tonight I had just this feeling that, I was gonna, that there was going to be visitors here and, 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 and all this kind of stuff. But I'm telling you, we need, to, we need to tell somebody. Acts 10, 44 and 48, write it down. Simple. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know the Bible well, well enough to do that. Four verses. Pretty simple. Peter preached. There's people there that had the Holy Ghost. They were with him. After Peter got done preaching, all the people who didn't have it got it. There's one way that the people who had it knew that the people who didn't have it got it. And they spake in other tongues. You know, maybe some people think you're a test tongue and you're very But you know what? There's going to be somebody. There's going to be an apostles. There's going to be certain disciples. There's going to be somebody that's going to go. I never really saw that. revival time. I'm telling you, I had such an evangelistic, I mean, God was just, I'm, I'm telling you, I felt the power of God this afternoon as I was studying, preparing for this. We've got to be ready. We've got to know how to tell somebody to get the Holy Ghost. We've got to be, pastor can't do it all. Brother Goff can't do it all. Amen. Brother Brandon, Brother Jared, brother, oh, we can't, I'm telling you, this is something you've got to be able to do. I've got to be able to do. Somebody's got to get a hold of this and understand, hey, let me write this down real quick. Acts 10, 44 to 48, I'm going to remember that one. And somewhere tomorrow, I'm going to find somewhere in a conversation, somebody that I know is a, a believer. We've had a talk one time about what it takes to get, uh, yeah, we, we believe in, 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 in God. We, we know, we kind of know that, but we haven't really gotten too far uh, past that. I'm telling you, why don't you go ask somebody, hey, what do you, what do you believe? So, you guys had, do you have the Holy Ghost? When you believe, did you get the Holy Ghost? Is it you believe in Jesus, right? Did you get the Holy Ghost? Well, yeah, I got the Holy Ghost. I believe I got the Holy oh, Well, what happened in Acts 10, chapter 10? What happened in Acts chapter 19? I'm telling you, we have simple, simple ways, amen, of expounding the Word of God more perfectly. Amen. We have the power of the Holy Ghost to be witnesses. Amen. That's what you were you were given the Holy Ghost for. Amen. As Pastor was just talking about for us, I got up here to preach. That's what the power of the Holy Ghost does for us. Amen. It gives us power. Amen. Power to be witnesses. You can't dispute the word of God. You can't dispute said. You can't dis- dispute that says, hey, they didn't have it. They did have it now because the evidence was speaking in tongues. Acts chapter 2. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse. One to four. Hallelujah. Praise God. They got the Holy Ghost. How did it happen? I don't know. They spoke in tongues. They waited on. They were commanded to wait. Commanded. The last thing that Jesus could have said, possibly said, was wait for the promise. 
get along with one another. It's time to, to, to get behind and support, amen, the direction pastor's going. It's time to, to get involved, amen, and, and somehow or another helping pro, uh, propel us into revival. It's time to get involved in prayer. It's time to get involved, amen, as opposed to, amen, trying to get drug across the finish line and say, I just hope I make it, amen. You know what? It's time, amen, that we stand upon our two feet, amen, and declare to somebody, hey, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Amen. It's time for you to receive the Holy Ghost, amen. It's time to get it for you. It's the, you know, believing is more than just believing, amen. It's time to be not just a believer, but a receiver of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Why don't you lift your hands tonight, amen, and praise the Lord, amen, and ask God to help you. God, help me get this message into my heart. Somebody needs to hear this message this week, God. God, lead me to somebody that wants that needs this message. God, lead me to an Apollos. Lead me, God, to certain disciples. Lead me, God, to somebody that needs this message of truth, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Magnify the Lord tonight, amen. Let's spend some time asking God to, to help us. Let's come stand around the front. Let's commit ourselves to reaching out. Let's commit ourselves. God, show me, show me. Lead me to somebody, God. There is an Apollos out there. There are some disciples of John out there. Help me to find them, Jesus. Jesus.